What's going on guys? Welcome back to the business breakthrough. In today's business breakthrough, I sit down with Eric Joseph. Now this is part two for him. Uh, this is our second breakthrough session. So the first one was really helping him identify his biggest challenge, which was niching down, learning to say no, stop taking every job, get really great at one, Awesome. Now we're into team building. And this was a really good one because we went over team roles, team structure, and really identifying exactly what we're looking for uh, so he can make better hiring decisions. And really, it opens up the labor pool as well when you don't have super high expectations in terms of skill. Uh, instead, you can hire for personality and train for skill. So really awesome business breakthrough here that I believe that you are going to get a lot out of and enjoy. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. We got Eric Joseph back with the name No One Forgets, Screaming Eagle Painting. Um, good to have you back, man. Let's just dive in. The last time we spoke, we were really diving into getting you more dialed in work right so the right. big issue was you were kind of taking all sorts of jobs I was doing everything yeah everything and I everything like, <laughs> anything any i mean if they called you and needed the toilet repaired you probably go um I now got a plumber for that <laughs> there you go <laughs> now we're at a point hopefully um where you've transitioned out of that so tell me about what's changed since the last time we spoke man yeah so um i did i ended up signing up with home advisor um you know, I'm, I'm kind of utilizing them right now as just another kind of like subliminal marketing for myself, uh, brand reassurance for people kind Good. of, um, honestly with the leads and stuff like that, the opportunities, it's just not, it's not working out for me, but it's not okay. anything against home advisor or how they operate. They're doing exactly what they said they were going to do for the cost that they said they were going to do it. Um, I know there's a lot of guys out here that are like big time, like anti home advisor. That's and it's right. like, dude, yeah. these guys are doing exactly, exactly what they say they're going to do for you. Yeah. They're doing for you. So yeah. it's up to you to, you know, to, to take that and turn it into something that's, that's your responsibility. Right. So let's talk about what's changed in terms of the way you do business. Has anything changed or are you? Yeah. Know, I mean, so I, I, I pretty much pulled the plug and hit the ax on every single thing except for interior nice. painting. Um, have you been saying no to people? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Which I have no problem doing. Like I'm, Good. you know, yeah, I like helping everybody, but it's like at this point, you know, in my life and business, it's like, I'm not trying to take on anything that I don't want to do really, you know? So it's have, like, it is what have it is. You, have you hired anyone since we spoke? No. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is that's, like, that's, I need help. Like if I want to keep this yeah. ball rolling the way that I'm going right now, like, because I'm, I'm just solo right now. So it's that's, like, I'm overworking myself mentally yeah. and physically. Right. Um, so now like I need to hire. So now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what direction do I need to go and how awesome. can I really get some good people in here? Because yeah, you know, like we talked a little bit on the phone earlier, like we still have mandates up here and things like that in Connecticut, not a huge deal, but it's like everybody that's gotten laid off 
you know, or, or sent home from their job. Like now they want to come back to work for somebody else. Great labor pool. Dude, an astronomical amount of money though, which is the issue, you know, they want more than what they're getting from, uh, uh, unemployment, right? Right. Exactly. So it's like, you know, I'm throwing out starting people at 17 bucks an hour and people are like, Oh, I make 1750 right now. And I do half the work. And it's like, okay, that's, well, you you, look at, well, well, let's kind of dial in because hiring usually is the topic we talk about when it comes, because that's the biggest issue with contractors, right? If you had great help, the rest would be easy. We could just sell. Sure. And, and, you know, so it, it's worth talking about again and again and again, because the strategy clearly isn't um, the same across the board for different areas, different types of, you know, you know, you know, demographics. But I will say this, when you find the strategy and you have the system, you never have to change it because right. any good system brings you a predictable result, right? So if you have a system for how you paint houses that, you know, you do ceiling first, trim, walls, doors, like whatever that system is, you're not going to change it if it's the best system. So that's what you need to first identify is what is your specific system for acquiring good help? Sure. Um, now, chances are you probably don't have one. So we'll discuss that, you know, but the big thing is, and I would have loved to discuss this before, but remember what you were doing before was setting yourself up for failure with taking on so many jobs. Cause then you'd have to find somebody that could do so many different things for sure. So I love that now you've niched down to just an interior painting company. So let's talk about it. Right. So the first step of hiring is identifying a really it's a, it's a structure in your company, right? We need to yeah. identify what is our, too, love so. it, man, please do. What our I, ideal team structure is, our chain of command. So the best thing you're taking notes right now is draw a circle at the top of the page, okay? Draw a circle and inside the circle, I'm doing it with you so we can go along here. Inside cool. your circle, write me, M-E, okay? And then what I want you to do, kind of like you're drawing a stick figure is draw a line, right under that circle. So you should have a circle. It should look like a lollipop. You know, you have a circle and then a line. Nice lollipop, dude. All right. Uh-huh. Then draw a horizontal line, okay, where the end of the line stops. That line you just drew, draw a horizontal line. So it should be like an upside down T. Okay. Beautiful. Yep. Just like that. Now draw three lines, one at the very end of that, one in the middle, and then one at the far right. Okay. Dude, you're awesome. All right. So draw three more circles at the bottom of each of those three lines. Okay. And then inside the circles, I want you to put a number one, a number two, and a number three. Okay. So you should have, that's it. Yep. So you have you at the top, you have a one, a two, and a three. Okay. The ideal residential house painting company has three to four painters working on a job. I mean, two painters is a little too much because taking on full repaints is a lot for it's two guys. Yeah, You've done it. You're doing it by yourself. You know what yeah, it's like. Right. <laughs> so adding, you know, imagine having one more person, then imagine having two. Now, right. it's not so much the fact that you can get jobs done. It's more about the morale. I care about morale more than anything. You know, sure. I'll pay more to make sure my guys don't feel overwhelmed yep. because that means that I can add more to their plate and know that the, the workload gets distributed a little bit less than if there was less guys, sure. which is important to me. You know, we don't need to run our guys to the ground. It's our job as business owners to create a system that creates efficient work, not, you know, hundred percent on Monday and Tuesday, and then declining 20, 10, 5% on Friday. That's right. inconsistent business, you know, and you're going to see it. 
So we need to set the tone immediately of what we're looking for. So I like to use franchises as an example, right? So let's say I came into you and said, Eric, you're going to buy premium painting. And let's say you were a franchisee. This is what I would tell you. I'd say, look, here's our system. You in this stage of the business early on, right off the bat, you are the leader of the jobs. You are the person that does all the project management right off the bat. You're the guy that goes in, talks to the customer, creates the plan for the day, oversees the job, makes sure everything's going well. You know, you know, you're the guy that knows all aspects of the flow of the paint job, right? Yeah. So the flow of the paint job is essentially, you know, you know, knowing all aspects of spraying, cutting, rolling, how long things take, you know, all the different aspects of, of house painting, right? That's what you would expect the, the most experienced individual to know. Okay. Right. right. The flow of the paint job. So that's you right now. Right now, the next level, okay. Is somebody that doesn't really need to know the flow of the paint job, but is a really good what we call in the painting industry, a mechanic, right? Um, somebody that really just knows all aspects of brushing, rolling, spraying. This is like somebody that is your counterpart, right? Somebody that you can set in a direction and say, all right, man, take care of this. I have to go do an estimate. Okay. Right. So that would be that number one that we just, we just uh, circled on the page, right? So if you want to draw a little note there, just say self sufficient on the job, right? That's a little note that we're going to put that is self-sufficient. That doesn't need to be told what the next step is. Doesn't need right. to go to you for instruction knows that, okay, I'm going to cut this in. Then I got to roll this and do this can take really the idea is for them to be able to take instruction and then deliver the result. Okay. They're, they're expected to deliver that result when you return, right? So do this, yep. do this, do this. Okay. Another caveat is he is the crew leader. So I want you to put crew leader right there. Okay. Crew leader. Okay. So that's your number one guy, right? So your crew leader is self-sufficient. He is somebody that can communicate. So put a little note there, good communication skills. And that's not only with the customer, man, that's with you, right? Right. Absolutely. Making sure that, Hey, how's the job going? Going great. We're doing this, 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 and this. Okay. And you're challenging him. What's next? Oh, well, we got to make sure we do this, 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 and this. Okay. And then, okay. Is the customer happy? Well, I didn't talk to her yet. Well, make sure you go tell her what's going on next. Right. So this is your person that is representing you while you're out doing estimates and growing the business. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Number one guy is the most important of the entire operation for this to work. Right. You need a number one guy. Okay. So let's assign a dollar amount right now, just so we have a figure. What would you pay for freedom? I mean, dude, 30 bucks an hour. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Like it's right. too easy to, to just put right. a number so on that. So somebody you know? that you would just be comfortable with, like, like he knows how to cut. He knows how to brush. He knows how to right. spray. He's a good guy. He comes in on time. He's, he communicates well. He speaks to the homeowner properly. He, he takes ownership. Okay. So you're saying you would put $30 on freedom. Right. Love that. Okay. So you got $30 right there. Okay. That's great because you're willing to pay for freedom. And I'm using that word, not lightly. Yeah, no, it's a real that's, word. Like, and that's a real word. That's what you're paying for. There's sure. really and that's no dollar amount. That's why I'm trying to keep the wheels, you know, spinning on this because Keeping I was again. kind of at that point, you know, right. in, the, in the beginning of 2020, the end of 2019, like I was kind of at this point, but I didn't have my number one guy yet. Like I kind of right. just had, you know, guys that just wanted to get right. paid, 
the minimum. So you know? our job, our job, what we're doing is, is we're first creating the structure and then we're identifying exactly what we're looking for. Okay. To build your business. You need to know exactly what you're looking for. So we have sure. some traits here, leadership qualities, self-sufficient communicator, okay. Yep. Presentable, all these things, right? We call these guys unicorns. You got to go unicorn hunting, dude. Yep. You got to find a unicorn. You can't sure. find a regular horse. I call them bios, <laughs> man. Right. The idea is to get as many unicorns in your stable as possible. That okay. takes a while. It took me five years. I have six of them. Okay. Sure. I, you know, so they take a while, but you build one after the other. Right. Right. So the idea right now is to just make sure that you know exactly what you're looking for, because we're building an organization. What's an organization It's organized and you got to have these specific traits. So when you're doing these interviews, you can say, okay, this guy's a number one, I'm not ready for a number one. This guy's a number two, this guy's a number three and I'm building my team. Right. Okay. So you know what you're looking for. So again, this all has to do with expectations you might get an interview with somebody that doesn't have number one quality. And if you're not dialed in enough on what you're looking for, you might let that person go when they would be a great number three. Right. You know, so that's where this comes in. That's why it's important. So let's look at number two. Okay. So number two is your number two to the crew leader, right? So this is somebody that's going to be a subordinate of the person that you put in charge. So number one has to follow directions. Okay. This is somebody that follows directions very well. Okay. And we're going to get into this in a second, how we can tell if somebody's going to follow instructions, follow directions before they even step on step foot on the job. Um, sure. Number two, again, you know, and we're not going general qualifications, got to look presentable, got to smell decent. You know, obviously those are self-explanatory. You're right. going to know, you're going to do that. I'm talking about character traits. Um, number two, um, you know, he follows directions. Number two, self-motivated, you know, that's obviously across the board, but I just want to mention that here, you know, self-motivated has a greater why rather than just making money. So 100%. that's again, that's a general trait that'll be for everybody across the board. But again, I just want to mention it. Um, and now in terms of skill set, you know, does he need to know how to spray brush roll? No, that's for your crew leader and you. Right. right. You guys do that. You need somebody that's going to supplement your skill set, brushing and rolling. Right. That's it. Really yep. prepping, brushing and rolling. Right. Yeah. Somebody yep. with medium intermediate skill set. OK, maybe just got into the trade a couple years ago. Definitely. Or even somebody that, you know, uh, painted for themselves at their house. That's just right. a worker, you know, yep. just somebody that's a worker. You know, that you could tell that they have that work ethic. That's what we're looking for. Number two. So what's the dollar amount that you would pay a number two um, that has intermediate painting skill, but that's a worker that's going to show up on time. That's self-motivated. That'd be like 18 to 20 bucks. Cool. Good, good pay scale. That'll get somebody out of bed, 18 to 20 bucks an hour. So you want to write that down there. Now, number three, this is my favorite because the labor pool is huge for a number three. We're not looking for a painter. Right. No, right. One. I just need a body that's going to show up and body and that's motivated all day. 100%. That's right. motivated. I just got one, man. This kid's awesome. He's excited. He's motivated. He wants to learn. He's a sponge. Awesome. He shows up on time. He's, he's, he communicates well. I mean, boom, pick of the litter, man. This guy's right. great. And he's never painted for a painting company before. Yep. Hello. That's it awesome. It's easy to find. Okay. Yep. Your labor pool is massive. This is the last guy we want to find. So sure. really this is going to be the easiest part of your hiring is just finding right. that body. Right. Yep. Again, general qualifications, self-motivated communicates well. Like remember communication is going to be the, the massive 
factor, right? Because if they don't communicate well with you, they're not going to communicate well with their team. And when team doesn't communicate, frustration occurs. Absolutely. Right. Communication in any team environment needs to be supreme. You got to have guys that communicate. Um, So your number three guy, what's that dollar amount that you would pay for that, that newbie apprentice that wants to learn the trade? I mean, dude, at this point, I I think we talked about a little bit before. I mean, I'm kind of trying to start everybody at like 17 bucks an hour, you know what I'm saying? So really 15 to 17, because I'm always going to try and I'm always trying to beat you know, if the government's saying we need to pay people 15 bucks an hour, I'm going to beat that, you know? Love that. Okay. So great. So you, you're looking for a number three, um, at 15 to 17. Okay. So now we know what we're looking for, right? You can't start, you, you got to start there. What am I looking for? Okay. Now let's talk about really the, we'll go back real quick and then we'll talk about how to find these individuals. So you're at the top still, right? With you being in this circle that we just created, you're part of production that can't go on forever. The vision no. should be is that your number one should bump up, right, to project manager. Your number two moves over to crew leader. Your number three moves over to and create a name. You could say team lead, and sure. then, and then you hire a new apprentice. Now you're yep. fully independent. Right. When you have a structure like this, everyone has responsibilities, right? So what your job should be is for you. You pick up the paint. You order the paint. I still order the paint. Sure. Even at this level of my business. Yeah, That's no, I, something that I do. I've, I've, I'm on the same page as you is like, I've, I've already yeah. seen issues with wrong paint being ordered. So right. it's like, I'm I like to just do paint. that. And I do it yeah. on my phone. It's not that right. hard, it's not right. easy for me to do, but I do that. But there's other responsibilities that I had when I was in your position that I handed off. So, uh, you know, going to the jobs first thing in the morning, going over the scope with the customer, doing the final checklist, collecting the check making sure that the guys had paint, making sure that, you know, all the job was running smoothly. Now, yes, is it kind of silly for somebody to be in a project management role with one crew? Sure, but it's practice for when you expand to two crews. So they're going to have that same level. And then, you know, what I did in my business is I took that individual that was a project manager and I made him a supervisor because now he's supervising both crews. And when he's not helping out on the jobs, he's doing estimates. And okay. those estimates are him sending me the information. I'm creating the pricing and I'm following up the customer. So we nice. have this kind of like system where he's not just a salesperson slash supervisor. He jumps in and helps when we need. So this, this wild card role that I've created for him really works. Sure. Um, okay. you know, and I found that commission salesperson in our industry under a million dollars in revenue isn't efficient. Right. It's just not, I mean, to give someone 10% of your, 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 you know, your sales, um, it's just not worth it until you get three crews and you're hitting 1.2, 1.5 million. Sure. That's when it would be beneficial, but under a million, no reason to have a commission salesperson pay someone hourly at some point to do estimates, but you don't even need to worry about that right now because you're going to be doing Right. You know, you'll be doing the estimates. So we've created a structure. So how do we attract these individuals? Right. Right. Well, what we learned about leads and home advisor is really, like you said, that's another area where people can just find you, right? You pay to be on their website. Okay. Yep. You know what I'm going to say? The, if, if everyone knew that you had, if every solid applicant that fit this description knew that Screaming Eagle Painting was paying $30 an hour for the best possible applicant, if everyone knew that, Dude, you'd be flooded with applications. Bang down, dude. You'd be getting crushed. <laughs> right. The reality is, it's, the situation is, no one knows you. 
So right, exactly. To, yeah, that's that's what it is. So it's not yep. a matter of they're not out there. We know that these applicants are out there. For sure. It's just a matter of them being able to find you when that little window of opportunity opens where they actually set aside some time to seek for the job. Sure. Because some people might be working for somebody and want something better. Yep. And that might come from a moment of frustration. Right. Where they're just looking at their job. They don't like their boss and they go in their car and they're just looking for jobs. Are you yep. there? Probably not there. right now. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, Everybody. right. <laughs> Everybody's been there. Or it's the unemployed person that checks every day. Right. Still, you're, you're nowhere to be found. Yep. So the reality of the situation is, is we got to pay to play. Yep. Again, how much is freedom worth to you? I'll spend up to $1,000 for a, a, a perfect applicant. Sure. Okay. I could care less. Like to yep. me, that's the best investment in your business is spending money on people. Okay. Because that's just, that's the best. Whoever yep. pays the most is going to get the best applicant, obviously. Sure. Yep. Right. But it's not so much getting that person to work for you. It's actually being out there to recruit that person. Right. So we have a couple of options, right? Like you said, number one uh, would be a paid place like indeed. Right. Yep. Okay. So number one, indeed. Number two, Craigslist, of course. Number three, ZipRecruiter is pretty popular. Number four, Facebook. Okay, right there. That's it. It's all you need. Anybody who's anybody that needs a job is going to look at one of these four places. Right. And if, you know, you don't want word of mouth jobs. You don't no, want. No, I know. I try. I kind of tried that, but it doesn't. Never works. It never works out. So. And the reason why is, is because, you know, we want intent based applicants that are motivated enough to look for work. hundred percent. Yep. We don't want, Hey, do you know anyone that's looking for a job? Yeah. I think my friend is, you know, we don't want that. Like that's right. not, that's not, we want somebody that earned the job because they'll keep it if they right. earn it. Exactly. If, they, if, if, if it was a, you know, kind of like the story of a kid who gets his first job because his dad get, got him in, right. you know, yep. like, he doesn't value it as much as somebody that actually had to walk his butt in there, yep. fill out an application, call and follow up, ask if, you know, he doesn't value it as much as the kid who just got the job because he right. knew somebody, yep. right? Very true. So, so we want to work that individual in, but we got to create a process no matter how desperate we are. Dude, I was so desperate for employees last week. I did a podcast. If you want to listen to it, it was the previous one here. I explained what happened. I, I was down three guys. Sure. I won't go into detail down three guys. Yep. I had a weekend to hire two because we're just so slammed. Right. Although I had to hire them fast, I didn't compromise my system. I okay. still did the phone interview. I sure. still did it. I actually remember I told you I did a zoom interview yep. face to facer. Okay. Yep. I had to do the face to facer. Yep. Right. Which is, you know, to me still as valuable as sitting someone. The only, I, I say, I say in the podcast, the only difference was, is I couldn't smell them. Right. You know, so I, I was banking that they didn't smell bad. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't compromise the system. That's important. Sure. Right. So we don't want to compromise the system. So even though you need somebody, you got to have that system. So let's talk right. about that system real quick. What's I'm just going to grab a water. I'm go listening. Ahead, man, as long as you can hear me. So what yeah. is that first step for you? Um, you know, before what you did, I kind of just want to know what you did before. So I can maybe see if there's some holes in your current process. So um, before 
I was pretty much just Facebook only. Facebook, uh, whether it was on their jobs tab or I would ask for referrals from friends, you know what I'm saying? And then at that point, I would get on a phone call. Pretty much everybody around here, I mean, it's not far to travel anywhere around here. So you, it's like, I'm going to go have coffee with these people or something after and kind of sit down for 30 minutes to an hour and kind of figure out you know, are you motivated and what are your goals? Because really that's huge on my list of everything is like, if you don't want more in life, but $30 an hour, like you're not my guy, dude. Like you're thinking too small still, like you're, you're capping yourself out. So it's like, I want to have these conversations with these people to actually see and feel out like, are they going to be long-term motivated or are they going to be short-term motivated on money? You know? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And you set those parameters early of what your expectations are and i think that it starts with your questions but let's go back because the reality is the reality situation is we have to get our information out there that filters out individuals as best as we can now that starts with your ad now those of you've heard me talk about my ad and you may have seen it really it's an ad that just pretty much emphasizes that we are looking for motivated individuals. It, it, it does. It's not the typical. Hey, uh, you know, I, I'll read one right here, man. I have it right in front of me. There was a. There was a. Uh, uh, just kind of give you an example. Of what's on Craigslist right now? Just other contracting trades, but it's all the same. Um, sure. Lawn care worker in need of an experienced lawn care worker for residential work must be familiar with the string trimmer, edger, and blower. That would be similar to saying. Hey, need a painter must know how to use a paintbrush. Right. You know, and, and, <laughs> and it's like, you know, if that's what you put out to the world, that that's what you're looking for. That's what that's you'll what get. You'll get, get a human right. being that knows how to use a paintbrush, but right. you didn't ask anything, anything about else. the personality. Right. So if you're getting those results, that's why, because that's what you put out to the world. I use the sure. example of dating. You know, if you said looking for a female, dude, can you imagine what you're going to get? Right. I mean, you're going to get everything. <laughs> Right. But if you say looking for a female with, you know, with a great personality, infectious smile, loves to, you know, hang out with friends, like you narrow down the applicants all the way down to exactly what you're looking for. Sure. Same thing with hiring. So yep. let me give you an example of what I put out there and I'm just going to read it briefly. Um, I say, if you're the painter we're looking for, you are described by your references as very neat and clean, friendly, enthusiastic, conscientious, holding yourself to high standards as well as courteous, mature and a relaxed team player. I like that. Just like that. So can you imagine somebody who is just interested in money, doesn't really have these values, doesn't hold themselves to a high standard, just sees painting as, you know, painting, um, you know, something to pay the bills. Would they even apply to this? Probably not because they're reading it and they're like, I'm not even trying to deal with that shit, dude. Like, thank you. you And that's what it is. (laughs) Exactly, dude. They're just like, I don't want any part of this. Right. This sounds like they're going to make me actually work. Mm -hmm. and not just work. I'm going to have to fake a smile, right? Right. Exactly. Good. So that was my first filtering out process. Yep. Anyone that has ever applied for my company has to read that first. Sure. So they know what the standard is here. Okay. That's just one part of it. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, right? Step two is actually having an internal application to fill out, right? None of this says anything about skills. This first thing nothing about skills. It doesn't even say about rolling, cutting, brushing. I don't care. This is a personality filter for sure. Right. So, because ultimately if your personality isn't good and your character isn't good, right. Then we can't go anywhere. Right. Right. Exactly. 99% of companies, if you look on Craigslist, indeed, 
they they look for skill first mm-hmm. and they'll say things like I did. Okay, that's right. the big mistake. Yeah, right. You know that, right? I mean, yeah, you, sure. you, you're, you, you've known that from either experience or just, you know, yeah, obviously a little you bit know. of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. So when, yeah, so yeah. It's, that's why I'm, I'm big on personality. Like, I mean, dude, I mean, this is not a hard job. You know that, like, if you're, if you have a good personality and you can find other people that have a good personality, it's like, dude, you can bring these people in and they can figure out how to, they can get trained how to paint, like painting is hard, you know? And that's what we worked on. Personality is hard. 100%. Yeah. You can't listen. I always say this. You can't change personality. You can't teach character. You can teach painting. Don't try to, don't try to teach character. Yep. I've tried that. I tried that too. I don't even waste my time anymore. (laughs) I tried to coach character. I tried to, you know, it's just, it's something they need to learn before they come into your house. A hundred percent. And then from there you you can grow. So here's where we're at. You know, we have this really good personality based ad that tells people exactly what we're looking for. Then we need an internal application that has the skill-based questions, right? Why do we need that? So we can filter out those applicants and put them in our one, two, and three bucket. So we can say, okay, well, this guy would be a good number one. This guy would be a good two. Okay, this guy's no experience. He'd be a good three, right? So now you know what you're looking for. You have applicants, and now you know what to ask when you talk to those applicants to ensure that they align with those one, two, and three values that we outlined. So let me give you an example. If somebody makes it through here, which they will, and they fill out the application and they go through and they hit all of the skill-based qualifications, they can spray, they can brush, they can roll. And don't get me wrong. We're going to ask some personality questions on this form, but let's say you try to call them and they don't answer the phone. No problem. You send them an email and say, Hey, I'd like to speak with you for a phone interview. I'd like to take this to the next level in terms of what our hiring process is. They don't answer, um, you know, again. And then maybe three days later, they send you an email. Hey, I'm still interested. Okay, no problem. And in that email you sent them, you say, well, what's the best phone number to reach you? But they didn't tell you what the best phone number to reach you right. was, even though you have it, you did that just to right. see if they were going to yeah, read right. it and follow the directions. Yeah, right. Exactly. See? I do things right. like that on purpose. I yeah. have their phone number. I want them. I want to know, did you read this email? Right. And are you, yeah. are you committed? They'll say, yes, I'm still interested. Okay. So right. at that point in time, I've already made my mind up. The person sure. doesn't communicate well and they don't follow directions. Right. I don't even got to meet that guy. Yep. Waste of time. Right. Next guy. I send an email right away. I get an email back within an hour. If somebody really wants a job, dude, that's all they're on. Oh yeah. That's all they're going to focus on. They're going to be like, why isn't this guy emailing me back? I just emailed him. Yeah. So, so, (laughs) so yes, I'm interested. You know, you can call me at this number anytime, right? That's, that's a good applicant, right? Somebody's on it, communicates well, right? Cool. So, but that doesn't mean we just hire them, right? I mean, that's just one part. And some people, some people at this point will stop because they're not, they're not, tied to their system. You got it. The system will produce good results. There's been times, dude, where I took my process all the way to the last moment and then had to make the decision, let somebody go because they didn't, they didn't fulfill it. But had I been lazy and had I just been desperate, that person would have stayed and could have caused greater problems. Right. So now we're at a point where we say, okay, now phone interview time, right? Phone interview is five to 10 minutes. Here's what I'm looking for. When they answer the phone, do they, are they just waking up? You know, it's 12 o'clock. Are you sleeping? Right. Yeah. You know, you know, that's not what I want. I want somebody right. that has some energy on the phone. Yeah. I want somebody that's up at 4 30, 5 a.m. ready to These rock and roll. I, you know, right now, they don't got to be that early, but you know, <laughs> like these are things that I'm looking for because sure. ultimately, like, I'm paying attention to subtleties that they're not even aware of, but I'm picking up 
my radar's cooking, dude. Right. What's that answer like? Is it, hello, this is, or hello? Like, or is it, hello? Dude, I've gotten those, dude, the hello, you know, or, oh, right. hey, you know, hey, I'm, and I'm coming hard. Hey, this right. is Tanner with Premium Painting, just reaching out to you for our phone interview. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, yeah, right. You know, or, hey, hey, thank you. Thank you for calling. You know, oh, okay, great. You know, like, you know, so right then and there, dude, I'll cut that interview so short. Oh, awesome, man. All right. Well, you know, I'll ask two questions and I'll get out of there. If I don't like them, right. if I like them, I keep going. My time's sure. way more valuable than 100%. to sit on the phone with an unmotivated individual. Okay. Yep. Now, here's what I'm asking in the phone interview I'm asking, what's your motivation? What's moving you aside from money? That's my number one question. I'll find a way to answer that, ask that question one way or another. Okay. And they're not expecting it. So when you ask a question that they're not expecting, you're going to get the realest answer. For sure. Some people say, oh, well, you know, I'm just, you know, looking, you know, to, to make some money. I'm, I'm, you know, if I hear money out, I want to know that there's something outside of money that's motivating you. My kids, my family, you know, um, a better life, other, anything other than money. I like you. If you've crossed that boundary of money, I like you. Okay. Right. Then we're going to talk a little bit about skill. I'm going to reference the application. Okay. Step three, right? I always mention in this, even though that it says it on our form, Hey, we do conduct a background check. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you'd like to mention to me? Right. Just like that. That's one of the first questions that I ask people and they yeah. automatically eliminate themselves right off the rip. Have, yeah, you know? right off the dude. The, 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 like right. within the first five minutes, I'm like, first can you five minutes. background check? Do you have a driver's license and yeah. use your car work? Like yeah, those three it. things right there, dude. And like 99% of people are out already, you know? Right. And, and, that's, and that's part of your filtering out process. That's right. what we're doing. We need as many people as we can to fit inside of our, our funnel. That's mm-hmm. what we pay for. It's called, it's, right. it's a funnel and you funnel them in and then they filter out. And then hopefully at the end of this conveyor belt, you pop out a really awesome employee, Yeah, you know? So from there, now we've said yes to the background check. You've, you've maybe done a quick Google search, whatever, you know, maybe look at their social media to see if they're posting anything crazy. If you can find them, I've done that. I've seen Don't people post look crazy mine. things. <laughs> What's that? Don't look at my social media. <laughs> You're the business owner. Uh, anyway, right, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're not under the spotlight. But no, I'm not. The, the idea is to look at theirs, see if they're right. posting outrageous things. Ask yeah. yourself this. It is true, yeah, because it's like, if are, these my, people, are they going to be talking about this nonsense all day long? You know? Yeah, if they're like, think about it this way. If you know, they sound great on the phone. Remember, you're getting people's best self. Like, you're getting their best self right now, right? But guess what? Like any relationship, where you, you're married, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yep. Okay, in the beginning of your relationship, you were an all-star right? of course you wanted to you know like all of My us wife's here to, so don't say anything too crazy i won't say anything yeah, crazy no. <laughs> listen like we all were like we do we right do you know anything you want, open a door like you know but right. as time goes on we get a little bit comfortable For sure. we just got to make sure that that comfortability is still a reflection of the beginning stages Absolutely. not a complete change right so just remember and be aware that they're going to bs you for sure. So our job is to find the BS because they yeah. want a job, they need a job and right. you know, they're going to give you their best self. So yeah. you're, you're doing this phone interview. You invite them to do an in-person interview. Now for me, I did a zoom meeting. I like them. If that's you, something you want to do, I think it's actually a cool thing because you see their environment, you right. see how they act. I had a guy yesterday. I did a zoom interview, dude, within 20 seconds of speaking to me, he whips out a cigarette, dude, and just starts huffing a cigarette during our interview as if like, 
we're just two friends chatting. Right. This guy's been unemployed for four months. Oh, or, no. Yeah, because of co- six months because of COVID. Right. And he's just hacking a cigarette, got a tank top on. Like, we're just like friends. And I'm Chilling. thinking, yeah. if he subconsciously or unconsciously did that with me, all I'm thinking is a homeowner standing outside with him, him having a conversation and him pulling out a cigarette and just hacking a cigarette in front of my customer. Right. Okay. The guy passed all those channels. I'm, I'm giving you a real live example here. He yeah, went right. through the ad. He did the form. He, we had a phone interview. All sounded great. He was enthusiastic on the phone. Guess what? When we did that Zoom interview, I lost it. I was like, yeah. he, he's out. I can't have right. it. Right. He ruined yep. it. <laughs> you know, if he right. didn't do that, he'd be working for us. hundred yeah. percent. And it's true. Cause I smoke, I'm a smoker. But it's like, I also have guidelines on like where I smoke and where I don't smoke. When I smoke, when I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? I've had guys that have smoked. It's not, that's not a disqualification. No, it's not. But But I'll tell you what, there is a lot of customers that are like, I don't want people coming in here smoking like a stinky cigarette, stinking up my house. Like I don't want to be smoking these guys all day. But the fact of the matter was, is that this was a formal interview. Right. And, that and he, he did it on that, see. which is good. And that's like, for you. You just pulled the for plug. Me, like, no, he wouldn't so. have done that in person. No way. Right. right. But he was, he, he thought that the standard was that low that he could do that. And that would be acceptable. Terrible. To me, unfortunately, he's not a good fit. Right. right? Yeah, no, it's so, true. So yeah. Thankfully I stuck to my guns, even though, remember what I'm saying? I, I was in desperation. I needed to make a hire but I chose not to this week. We have one more spot that we need to fill. I filled two. I need one. I would nice. have loved to have, another set of hands on the jobs this week, I could have said, you know what, ah, whatever, but no, I have to stick to my process. Cause I know that my process produces consistent results. Right, That's sure. going to be the tough part. So going now, let's say that this individual makes a good impression, like my other two from the week prior. Okay. This is how it's going to work. Now, what you're doing is creating the system to them to say, Hey, you didn't, you have to earn this. This isn't right. like, you know, you don't just get to come and paint. So here's how it works. I'm going to send you an email. You're going to fill out the information for a background check. If anything comes back, unfortunately, we'll pull the opportunity away. You have a one week working interview. And on Friday, we will discuss if you're a good fit for us. If so, we'll offer employment, right? So it's like these two things, hold them accountable. We expect you to be on time every day. One day late, you're out. Right. You know, like you have the ability to set those standards right off the gun. Right. Okay. And another thing that I want to make a very, very important point on. Okay, this is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Do not make friends with your with your applicants until at least two months, you know. And I'm not saying like, you know, like you can't be friendly. I'm just saying that like they're in a trial period, <laughs> you know. You got to be okay severing the relationship right there. Right. And I'm I love my team, dude. Family yep. at this point, family. Any one of my six that I told you about that I, if I had to let go, it would cause me to lose sleep. Sure. Because if that's how much I care about these individuals and how much, you know, we, we all work together, man. Sure. The other three that I'm, the two that I just hired and the one, dude, I, I cut them quicker. I wouldn't even care. I don't even get close to them. Everything's so professional. Right. You know, Hey, th- I need this. Did you do this? Did you do this? We're not, we're not chatting. You right. Know? Exactly. You yeah. Know? Not- um, yes. I have a guy that just got engaged. I caught from one of my six, I called him. He just got engaged. Congratulations. That's awesome, man. I'm so happy for you. That type of relationship sure. is what I have with my guys. Yeah. These other three don't talk to me. Right. You don't know me yet. Yep. And I don't know you. So we right. set that early because again, I want to, I want to wean them out, even though they've gotten, they secured the position. 
let's see how comfortable they get. Let's make right. sure that what they showed me week one yep. is the same. And I've seen that before, like where, you know, not even really like not even trying to be really friends with people, but people that just get come in and they they're way too comfortable. And I'm like, why are you so comfortable? Like right now, like and you I'll just make, got here and you're comfortable. Yeah, too already. comfortable. Like, right. Yeah. Putting the toothbrush in the bathroom. Right. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. So, <laughs> so but I'll tell you this, another major point, And I've been a man, I've been a general manager of two restaurants. Okay. I've, you know, I have management experience and I was young. Sure. I was 20 years old. I couldn't even drink. Right. I was the youngest guy in the building. All the servers, bartenders were all older than me. Yep. I didn't care, dude. Like right. I was the type of guy, everyone partied after work. Everyone went to go drink. Everyone did all this stuff. I didn't, I never hung out with my employees ever. Right. The moment you cross that boundary. Okay. Say it, take it how you want. Some people get offended. I don't care. The moment you cross that boundary, there you go. You, you've yep. now, you've now put yourself in a very, very tough position to make True. business decisions. Yep. I've never once hung out with any of my painting employees. Never once. Okay. Besides yep. the, I have one guy that I went to high school with that when I was younger, we hung out, but ever since he became an employee, right. That's it. You yeah. Know? And, and that's just because I know what happens is that right. they feel like they can compromise because, Oh, sure. you know, he hung yeah. Oh, we had a drink, you know, whatever. Like he, you know, it's not, it's not whatever. This is business. Right. My livelihood, 100%. my livelihood isn't worth, you know, so there's, there's gotta be some barrier there. There I has agree. to be, you know, so, and you have a, a unique position with you being by yourself, anyone you bring in, they, they should have some level of fear, not right. because of the personality based fear, but fear is like, he doesn't know me and I want to impress him. Right. Yeah. That's what I want. I want people to impress me. Like I want to be yeah. impressed. Why don't, you know, I, I always look at that as like, why aren't other people out there trying to impress other people? Like you yeah. should be trying to impress somebody else. 100%. Somebody well, the, the reason why again is because they didn't earn it. Right. So right. what I'm helping you see is that this process produces individuals that hold this to a high standard. I said to this, someone the other day, I'm like, you want to be the business that the guy goes to his wife and says, honey, I got the job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? for sure. You don't want to be the business that says, I guess, I mean, you know, we'll see how it goes with this company, right? right. You yep. want to be the business that's a celebration, not a settlement. Right. For sure. Okay? Yep. You want, like you want dinner to be served differently. You want the wine bottle to come out because right. Screaming Eagle hired him at $30 an hour. And he, he likes you and he thinks that you have the opportunity to help him grow personally, right? Yep. You've got to create that. If you don't create that feeling, it doesn't exist. Right. How do you do it? You go through a system. So let's say they go through that week, right? Well, guess what? Friday comes around, you have that sit down or you, you chat with them on the job and say, hey, listen, man, you kick butt this week. I want to offer you the full-time employment, Okay. Now, in the beginning with you and one guy, it's not as special, right? Right. But the other two individuals, when they're trying to impress a team rather than just one person, then it becomes special, right? right. So my guys, right, the two I brought in, they're getting thrown into an operation. There's already three guys on each crew that look at them and say, hey, you guys got, you got to step up, right? They're all sure. holding that person accountable. Yep. So it's more of an accomplishment at that point. And that'll happen. I like that. You know, I like how you operate down there, man. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I built my business 
to free myself. I'm able to sit here, have a great conversation with you, knowing that two jobs are going on. I don't got to do anything if I don't want to today. Yeah. It's a great feeling. It really is. You know, it's, 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 it's the American dream. It is right. Amazing. But it comes with like, if somebody said, Tanner, what's the secret? It's hiring, dude. It's the people you have watching your business while you're not present, taking care of your customers. Yep. You're, you know, so this is why I'm going so granular with this topic for you is yeah. because there's no other way to do it. No, there's not. And it's already, you know, it's one of those things that I've already realized that it, it is the most important aspect of, you know, this business and my business is I need fantastic employees, dude. Yeah. Like there's no if, that. ands, or buts. Like yeah. there's so many bodies out there that want to work. Like I know that I can just take the time that I need and actually go through this process that you're helping me with and actually find a solid at minimum, at least find my number one guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. because that guy is, is the most important because it like, you know, like we talked Freedom. about earlier, it's going to allow me to go out and find more work, which is going gonna... to turn around. It's going to help my business grow to where I can get a number two guy now and a number three guy. So the number one guy is not, do... you know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to make this a team. I want to make it That's a proper it. operating. And, and, and company. you'll finally be able to be a screaming eagle. Right, exactly. (laughs) You're still an eagle, but you can't move. I'm still an eagle. I just, you know, and that's one of those things like eagles fly alone, but it's like, man, if we get a team of eagles together, it'd be a serious, serious. But what I'm looking for really for you is to be able to leave that job, bro. And to get to a point where you don't have to work. You don't have to go like on day, on day three of a three day job where, you know, you can put your number two or number one and say, Hey man, you guys finish this one. Yep. Do you know how good of a feeling that would be? Yeah. Have that has have you ever experienced that? I have, yeah. Last year, early last year, or 2020, late 19, 2020. You know, it'd be like, hey, like I you guys are finishing this job, or you guys are going here on this job, and they finish it out, but then it's like I always ran into problems. So it's like I I already know what it's like to like touch the gold at the end of the rainbow, but it's like I couldn't keep the rainbow going. Yeah, uh, my own fault. You know what I'm saying? But that's why it's like, I, what? I know we talked about last time is like, I yeah. kind of shut this whole thing down and now I'm trying to Love reprogram it. it better. Reprogram it. And now you're uh, doing it with a niche because again, now, like, here's the thing though. Now that we have a niche, then we like, in the same way we have a system for hiring, we need a system for production. Right. And that is only like, you're the gatekeeper. You're the person that only allows certain jobs for your guys' skill set. If you go ahead and decide that you want to take on a full popcorn removal and a full wallpaper removal, guess who's going right. to be on the job? Yeah. You. Me. You're going to have to. <laughs> like, right, so right. when you, when you're bidding those, you got to say, am I going to have to be here? You yep. know? And the goal for is for sure. you not to be. So right. we've gotten to this, we got to this point now where you are taking somebody through this process. Let's say you find them right now. The big thing that occurs, and some people get to this point, bro. The big thing that occurs is that they say, okay, I got the person. Now let's get to work, right? Instead of, okay, now I need to find number two. Now I need to find number three. Even yeah. though you might think, well, I don't have enough work for number two or number right. three. Yes, you do. Yeah, there, just you can always that, find more work. There's always more work, you know? There's always more work. And there's always the ability for you to take less of a profit to get your system running. For sure. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. 
So, but that comes with knowing your numbers, dude. Right. Everything is so connected, right? You got yeah. to know your numbers. So you know how much you can pay and right. you know how much you can manipulate your pricing. So you can make sure that your guys have work to keep the yep. system going. Then when you have work, you raise your prices and like, dude, it's like a nonstop system. But once right. you build momentum, once you have this system working, dude, there's nothing like it. Yeah. I think we covered it, man. I want to ask yeah. you, like, where, like, where do you stand with questions? Do you have any questions about this process or what's next or what, um, did this help? Was this helpful? No. Yeah. This was definitely helpful because it was one of those things like, you know, I, sometimes I tell myself that I know what I need to do, but it's like, it's good talking to a guy like you that's, you know, successful running another painting business. That's like, dude, you know, let me reassure you that what you're doing is right. But here's a little bit of a different avenue that, you know, you can take. And I like that you know? So I think really, you know, I'm always going to have questions, but I think, you know, really my biggest thing on this is just honestly putting in the work. Like I need to get on indeed. I need to make an account there. I'm going to go on zip recruiter. I've tried the Facebook thing. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's the like two guys I got actually came from Facebook. Did they? Yeah. Cause it's yeah. like, I used, I used I to put do out 250. Ever. What's that? I said, I used to get all my work on Facebook. So I figured yeah. if I can get all my work on Facebook, why can't I get people on all Facebook? All it is, remember, <laughs> just, but here's the thing. That's where our application comes in. Our internal application comes in right. that protects us yep. from random people. They have to go through our funnel, then they have to get filtered and then they get contacted, right? right. So like this system that we create um, yep. allows us to do that. So, you know, really what I want to kind of close on here with your situation is, just know that, you know, there's no rush to hiring and building your business. Your business is actually people, right? Because right, 100%. ultimately that's what you sell to the market. Yeah. You're selling production. You're right. selling an experience. If you were yep. just a new construction guy, like the GC it could care matter. less if you're, if the painter has a good attitude, right? right? That's why I don't work for builders. Like I, don't, I do not work for builders. Dude, builders call me and I don't even answer the phone. As soon as they say their name, like on the voicemail, I'm like, I ain't fucking calling this guy back. Yeah, absolutely know? not. No no, there's no way. I don't call them either. And and I try to tell them that I'm not interested and they keep emailing right. me. It's unfortunate. Pass. Like it really is, but it's like. It's not though. They created that by being so cheap. They created that the environment for themselves. They right? created that. They, yep. If they weren't so cheap, I mean, you know, that's what was created. Very but people true. pay more for an experience. Yep. And a couple other points I want to make. When you build this all-star group of, unicorns you have so much confidence when you go into an estimate that like dude you sell the job because you're so excited for your customer to meet your team right okay so that's what you need to be thinking when you're doing these interviews is this somebody that i want to introduce to my family member my customer sure. yep. is this somebody that i'm excited to say he's going to do a great job for you right and when i go to estimates i say you're going to love Louie and his team. Right. You're going to love Shamel. He does a great job of making sure everything is prepped and, and he's so detailed. Okay. That's, awesome. that's yeah. a lot different. That's a, than yeah. Them. Right. That's a, a lot different than the situations that I've been in. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope they don't screw this job up. You right. know? Cause that's a lot of the time. It's like, Oh God, this is going to be bad. You know? But How does that, you know, but you want somebody, I had a long guy come over bro and give me an estimate. And like, he was just, really just so confident about his team. And it was like an easy decision. Obviously it's just lawn, but when sure. it comes to painting, you have somebody that says, listen, my team is great. And they, and you start name dropping yep. Jose, John, Steve, 
you start doing that, then it becomes personal. And then when right. people feel that they build trust and then they hand you money. Sure. Okay. Rather than sure. the other estimate that comes in that says, Hey, well, we're, well, we use subcontractors and I'll be overseeing it. Mm -hmm. I don't know the names of the guys, but right. you know, uh, I'll be, be here. Sure They're supposed different. to be here. Right. They're supposed to be here <laughs> different. Right. So we, that's, and then we get in the sales and separating ourselves, but dude, I gave it to you. I think that if you implement these strategies and you create yeah. that structure, use that piece of paper that we drew the, you know, yep. the system on, that's what you're looking for. Don't stop till you get it. Don't matter how many, how look, don't, you hire somebody. I love it. You got notes. I Where love it. See it. You know, and, and that's the reality of the it's situation. Scratch, but it's that's there. all right. That's, that's my note. Dude, my notes are a mess, but, but the reality situation is there. Don't stop until you get that system. We'll go right back real quick to the franchise mentality that we had. Okay. It was like, if I sold you my company, uh, a licensed agreement where I said, yep. this is how premium painting operates. I would give you 30 days to get three guys underneath you or else you would be in really, you wouldn't be uh, fulfilling the demands of the corporate structure right, and you sure. would be in violation of, of our terms. Yep. I would say you have 30 days to fill your team of three. And from our data, it says that you need to find 50 applicants. You need to do 25 phone interviews. You need to do 10 in-person interviews and you need to make three hires. Sure. You know what I'm saying? That yep. might be what we would say is, is how you would attain these guys. And you have to pay, like you said, $30 for the best guy, 18 yep. to 20 for the second best guy, 15 to 17 for the apprentice. Yep. You know, going just how it goes, just how it goes. So that's, that's what we want to create, man. Thank you, bro. I hope this was no, helpful. Yeah, thank man. you. No, I, I really uh, do appreciate it, dude. You've been a, a, a wealth of knowledge here for me absolutely. recreating this wheel, you know? So I'm cool. glad we linked up. I'm sure we'll be doing another one. We got to, man. We'll keep it going yeah. until you're running two crews and you're on the beach. Yeah, I'll be down there on the beach with you in Florida. That's nice. Come on, man. <laughs> I thought we talked about it. We got yeah, we did. Yeah. Painting year yeah. round, man. We don't deal. I don't deal with snow, just rain. Right. No, yeah, I'm sick of it. Like, you know, I mean, I live in my RV, but it's like I give people a quick little view here. It's like nice. it's not great outside still. You know, it's cold. Not it's bad. dreary. Like, so you're on the move, man. You could it. just you could just ride down here. Yeah, no, legit. That's why I live in this thing, oh, dude. I'll just hook it. You're on the go. Gone. My I wife calls it. me a gypsy. <laughs> What's wrong with it, man? It's a no. you know, my, my mom always wanted to travel in an RV, and yeah, you know, does it it's get a, a little cluster? Life, it really is. You know, yeah. it, it affords us to do a lot of other things that you know we wouldn't be able to do. Love in, it in this situation so yeah maybe we will be it on in florida you never know yeah that'd be cool man we'll have to connect cool all right, all right well i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna get work hey i just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the contractor secrets podcast um, i'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people helping people um i've changed my instagram name to at contractor coach and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So. Get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.